The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Work. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Level two, this is Sports Rage. I am Morency. We'll cut the small talk. We got Cam for a couple more minutes. We got Babano. We got Brett Beard. We got Howard Balzer. We're stacked, man. It's the place to be. Like uh, like Frank Costanza says, his pool room. It's the, uh, what do they call it? What do they call it? Uh, the place to be. It's the place to be. I love Howard uh, Balzer, man. I used to, I used to read that guy's stuff like way back in the day, man. Like that guy has been doing it for. Oh, he's the best, man. He's a great. I love. I said it, Cam. Yeah, you remember him? Yeah, he's got the nice beard forever. He's at that beard. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's uh, my guy. He's my type of guy. I love that guy. I said it earlier. He was on the NFL draft coverage, ESPN, year one. Like the first time they yes, ever he, did it, he was on the panel. Like he was on, on the desk. Yeah, he's been around a long time. Howard Balls is going to join us later. It's great stuff. All right, so let me let me throw it around to you guys here. And uh, if you're just joining us right now, uh, so we're talking about the college football playoff, and um, they're not playing around. All right, so uh, Bill, uh, Hancock, who runs this thing, announced uh, if one team is able to play in the title game and the other can't because of COVID-19 and the game can't be rescheduled, the team that can't play will forfeit and the opponent will be declared a national champion. Uh, as far as the semifinal is concerned, um, if one of the teams can't play and you can't show up, the other team advances. So in other words, basically, short of both teams getting it in the final, you know, they're playing on, but let's be real. This they, No one's forfeiting anything. And let's be real as well. Like, how accurate are the tests in Georgia, Cam? Like, you really think they're really going to check anything? Who's really checking? <laughs> I like to know, to be honest. They'll but put some favors for, in to make sure the Georgia starters get in as many as possible, like we were saying. But for the, and then look, JT Daniels already has it. Their quarterback, right? And if Stetson Bennett gets it, then they got problems suddenly. Now they're being held out of practice, et cetera. There's a domino effect to this. But I do find it interesting, guys. Michigan are the only team. They have 100% booster shot today. And it wasn't even the coaches. The players did it. It was like the old line. The captain said, let's do this because let's not screw this up. We can win the national championship. And also, I find it interesting, all the other players are going home for Christmas. Like right now, like the teams and stuff, like the kids are at home for Christmas with their families. And they're due back on Monday. Yeah. Michigan are not. Michigan also decided we're not going home for Christmas. We're just going to stay. We'll have Christmas together as a team, and then we're just going to go to Miami together. We're not leaving this complex. And Tanya Cam, Michigan are really dotting all the I's right now and crossing the T's, aren't they? These guys aren't playing around. 
It's smart. And because you know what? Because all these little things, one slip up. Oh, yeah, I went to a party. I did this and that. You know, I want to add This is the thing, man. This stuff is everywhere. So you have to be careful. You don't want to be paranoid. But you're holding like a Cincinnati Bearcat ticket or a Michigan ticket. It's a big deal. I'm telling you, too, man. Like, don't be surprised if some big stars out of the game. And that's, it's not like the NFL when there's 20 teams. And you go, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to do this. And then they reschedule it. You said it. NCAA said this is the way it's going to be, so I would not screw around. I got to hand it to Michigan. A lot of these guys would say, "Hey, let's go home and see Grandma and stuff like that." But no, this is a one once in a lifetime opportunity. So yeah, no, I respect what they're doing. Georgia, uh, Cincinnati says they don't discuss their medical um, medical details of their players. Uh, uh, Georgia says that ninety percent of their players are fully vaccinated, um, for and ready, um, ready, ready to go. I don't know about the booster stuff. I don't even think the booster is going to say, man, at this point. But whatever. It is what it is. It's just going to be the last team left standing. All right, here we go. Affiliates. All right, here's the countdown. Two, one. The late night anger match for class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Messi. The pits of players, the hustlers, the people above them, and everybody else in between. We're throwing it down. It's the Wicked Wednesday. Countdown to Christmas is on. Then we're trying to uh, stuff your stockings with some winners. So let's do this. We got Cam for a couple more minutes. North Texas, Miami, Ohio. Me and Babano will get back to the game. But both me and Babano are on the mean green. They're getting two and a half right now. I put a parlay in already. I got them on the money line. I money line parlayed Army uh, with the mean green plus 208. Did the Mac get the first win of the bowl season? 0-4. And, and I do think they're going to win a game, but I don't think it's this one. Who you got, Cam? Yeah, right now I'm leaning over, and I, I got Miami of Ohio, but we'll see. I got to do some more looks. I want to talk about that UCF and uh, Florida game, too, but we'll talk about that one on Game Time Decisions and in-game live. Great game, man. All-Florida battle. I like UCF. Rock. I'm, I'm leaning UCF as well. Gus Malzahn uh, should be ready here. Florida, it really interesting. Me and Mabana will get into this uh, on the other side. Interesting dynamic here, isn't it, with Florida's quarterback situation? I've never seen anything like this before. So, Emory Jones is leaving. He's transferring. Yet, he's playing in this game. Like, and that shows a lot. Because the, the Richardson's hurt. So, they don't have a quarterback. And he said, all right, listen, I'm going to leave, but I don't want to screw you guys. And, you know, I'm part of this. I'm not going to screw you guys. So, I'm going to play in the bowl game, and I'm going to transfer after. And yeah. that, you know what I mean? That shows a lot of character, Babano. Like, for other That's teams cool. and other programs and stuff. That this kid doesn't get to say, give you know, Emory suck Jones it. credit for doing that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he yep. can say, suck it. You guys pulled me in and out of the lineup all year. You wanted Richardson in. You wanted me in. You, you were back and forth. You screwed me around. You have a new coach coming in. I know I'm going to get thrown under the bus. Why would I play in this game? He doesn't have to play, Cam, in this game. He really doesn't, but he is. But it doesn't mean they're going to win. <laughs> they're without their best wide well, receiver. He, he yeah. Down yeah. the stretch, Florida. And you know, Central Florida are going to want this. And Central Florida aren't great guys, but. They did play. They played well down there. You know what's crazy, guys? They held like four of their last five opponents to 17 points or less. Cam Central Florida's defense has actually played well down the stretch. This might not be the track meet that people think it is either. Sort of like the Army Missouri game tonight. Yeah, we're on the under tonight, man. There's going to be some unders. All these games aren't going over. Just remember that. Wish me luck at the doctor, Marenzi. I'll see you uh, tomorrow afternoon. All right, good luck. I you can. Wish, wish me luck at the Thanks. dog track, but he said doctor. Did he said dog track or dog? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor, I wish he was huh? a dog track. Yeah, yeah. Dog, good dog luck. Track, yeah. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. Come on, let's do this thing. Whoa, yeah. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Marinci. Is it Wednesday already? Man, these days are just sort of all kind of, you know, wrapped up into one, especially with the bowl action going on. Ian Cameron joining us right now. Okay, Babano. So, uh, Babano. Uh, we're going. We've gone back to Frisco here. So, what's this one? The, the Frisco Football Classic. It's the Frisco Football Classic. But one thing to note here, of course, Frisco is not San Francisco, guys. It's Frisco, Texas. So, essentially, a home game for North Texas. Uh, but Bano, short of like family members and relatives, etc. Right, girlfriends, family members of of Miami of Ohio. How many people are really going to go? All the way to Texas uh, for this game. Besides, you know the, the the real diehards, but real contrast in styles here. As we talked about it, Gabbard's been there forever. But, but you know this kid can sling it around, man. They can put some points up on the board. Um, the last game that they played in, they put up 47 points against Kent State. They lost 48-47. So Miami are not a terrible football team. But we talk about the Max. We talk about the Max uh, history in bowl games. It's never been good. They're 0-4 this year. You'll notice they all start off strong, but as the game goes on, they start to fall apart. And, man, North Texas are the third-ranked rushing team in, in the country, Babano, after uh, Army and Air Force. How I don't, you know, I don't, I think North Texas is going to break through. And I like teams that, uh, you know, closed out strong, man. These guys were 1-6. They got red hot. And, oh, yeah, by the way, in their last game, they beat uh, UTSA, right, who, who only lost one game all year. They beat uh, University of Texas San Antonio, and of course UTSA lost to San Diego State the other night. But I like the mean green here, Babano. What about the total? There should be points because Miami should be able to score, and I don't think they're going to be able to stop uh, North Texas's ground attack. Mean Green are playing the best football right now of their season. Games being played in the state of Texas. Give me the Mean Green. Give me the over. Yeah, there's no doubt that I'm worried about the uh, – that's another reason why I like North Texas here is the run defense of Miami O gave up almost 200 total rushing yards in the last three games and 4.6 yards per carry. Not very good. And the Austin Ani, even though he's the quarterback, they're a run-first offense under Seth Luttrell, the head coach. And they're going to go fast, but they're going to do it more running the football than passing. It's a North Texas team. There were 55 rushing attempts per game compared to just 21 – passing attempt so that tells you all you need to know they're going to look to run the football more Miami O's run defense wasn't good down the stretch so it does set up for North Texas scoring I lean with the over too but my issue Marinci with the overs the wind that could be in play tomorrow in Frisco uh, they're saying 30 to 35 kilometers an hour with gusts higher than that so the wind could be a little bit of an issue but I think that's good for North Texas a run heavy team and probably not so good for Miami O that relies more on the arm of uh, Gabbert their quarterback 
I don't buy into weather, but bad. Oh, I hear what you're saying as far as uh, if it really was that windy, but I'm looking right yeah. now. Yeah. I'm seeing it says eight mile an hour winds. The I'm, 30, right 30 kilom- uh, I'm seeing 30 kilometers. Thursday. Frisco, Frisco, Texas, eight miles per hour, 55 degrees, and sunny. Wind? Hmm. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. I even have you hour by hour, Babato. Come on, your weather report's off. All right, no, it gets up. What time's the game at tomorrow, uh, locally? So, what What time is it Eastern time, this game? Is it 3.30 Eastern, right? So, it's 2.30 in Texas. So, 2.30 in Texas... The wind at 1 o'clock. It's going to be 18 miles an hour, Beno. 18 miles an hour, 1 p.m. tomorrow. I never okay, saw this exact bad. hour it's by wind. Moderate. Yeah, that's not. It's yeah, not yeah, that's not. Nah, nah. Yeah. I, I hear what you're saying, though. Uh, if it really was win-win. But don't forget, Beno, Miami of Ohio live in Miami of Ohio. It's not exactly nice weather there. Like, and these Mac teams put up a boatload of points in crap weather all the time. Like, they're used to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but come on. It's 55 degrees and sunny. Yeah, but bad. These handicappers with their weather, huh? Here's your weather. How'd the Bahamas Bowl weather? Been listening to Brian Blessing too long. Oh, is Blessing bitch about the weather? (laughs) Well, thing with weather is it changes. You got it until the night before, right? But yeah, I'm looking right now. I'm looking. No, Blessing's good, though. Blessing got mad once, but I brought it up. Like I said, I said the weather in Buffalo. No, Blessing's good, man, for weather, because I brought up the weather in Buffalo, and Blessing said— He's on top of it. Yeah, Blessing said that it's it's the weather reports, but when you look at the weather in Buffalo for a Bills game, it's wrong. That like Because the thing is, the Bills don't actually play in Buffalo. They're in Orchard Park, and it's it's not close. It's like 40 miles from, from Buffalo. It's like 35, 40 miles, and there's big wind effects due to the lake and stuff. So basically, long story short, it's much windier where the Bills play and where the stadium is than it actually is in downtown Buffalo. So like when you look at the weather, they give you the downtown Buffalo airport weather. They're not giving you Orchard Park. So if you ever want the real Bills weather report, sort of like like Foxborough, Babano. Like, you know what I mean? You know that. But, like, you know, people don't put in Boston weather. It's in Foxborough. It's not in Boston. You know what I'm saying? It's like the weather's different in real. I used That's to see exactly it in New York. Right. Yeah, yep. I saw it in New York, but it would be crazy, dude. I would be literally in Manhattan, okay? And, like, it'd be sort of sunny, but, you know, cloudy, sunny type thing. And the Yankees would be in a rain delay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, how is this possible? I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm 30 minutes away in a subway. How is the weather different, man? How is the weather different in the Bronx than it is in Manhattan right now? Right, but it was, it was crazy. They're like, oh, yeah, they're like, oh, the That's water, the effect I, stuff, I, I, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I want to reiterate that. That's an excellent point because if you're betting this stuff, you want to check the weather at this time of year. Don't punch in Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah you got to know the, the actual town where it is. Yeah. Just like if you're looking at a Giants or a Jets game, you don't type in New York, New York, or anything like that. Go to East Rutherford, New Jersey, where MetLife Stadium is, or type in MetLife Stadium and get an actual forecast of the stadium, where it is, and hour by hour, if you want it to be deadly accurate. You can't just type the city. <laughs> you're As doing yourself say, a yes. disservice. <laughs> yep. I just said, yes, thank you, but about adding on the pylon. Um, I mean, there's actually a basketball game going on right now. You're, you're Hawaii's playing with this. Vanderbilt and Hawaii. It's 47-40 right now for Vanderbilt. Hawaii are in the bonus right now. Ooh, and uh, 
All right, so they're in the bonus. I always like to bet in-game overs, Babano, whenever I see a team is in the bonus with a lot of time to go. You know what I mean? Because you get a lot of you get those free throws at the clock ticking. All right, we're going to jump in on this. We're going, uh, what was the pregame total of this game? Do you know, Babano? Let me look it up here. 134 and a half. All right, 134 and a half. So, all right. It's yep. 127 and a half right now. It's 47 for 40 with 10 minutes left. So, they're at 87. Now, a small play here. I'm going to get jump in on the over. As long as Hawaii, listen, Hawaii are in the bonus right now. Vanderbilt are going to be better than they are going to keep scoring. Vanderbilt are laying nine and a half right now. I uh, just went to 129 and a half, son of a. What do you think, Matthias? Do you have any cough? You're going to say take Vanderbilt, right? You always bet against Hawaii. <laughs> I do, Gabe, and I would bet the under because I don't believe in those guys to make points down the stretch, not even against Cal Poly, San Luis, Obispo. So, yeah, I would take the over, the under unless Vanderbilt blows them out in the last couple of minutes. But you know what? It sounds like Hawaii's coming back. They were down by more points uh, about 15 minutes ago. I'm surprised that I'm surprised by the score that you just gave. Yeah, it was 35-24 at the half for Vanderbilt, and now it's 49-40. Hawaii have outscored them uh, 16-14. Babano, what do you think of that Hawaii game? Well, we'll get to the Central Florida game, too, but Skipper, what do you think of that Hawaii game, Memphis and Hawaii? And what's the deal? Are there fans allowed or what? Come on, Matthias, you're the Hawaii guy. What's up? Are, are there fans allowed at the Hawaii Bowl? I haven't heard about, of it, Gabe, but to tell you the truth, I doubt it. Governor Ige was not letting fans in there for the longest time, and now that COVID has taken off on Oahu yet again. You know, a lot of cases over there right now. Things are about to shut down. I doubt that they would allow a full stadium at uh, at their little small stadium campus that they have. Uh, not a full stadium, but no, there's there's there, there's fans here. I'm seeing tickets uh, tickets on StubHub for $33. It's affordable, Babano. $33. Hawaii, Hawaii and Memphis at the Clarence T.C. Ching Athletics Complex. Honolulu. Might be limited capacity there. And limited people are going to want to go in the first place. <laughs> Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You know what? It'll be nice having a little extra cash to bet on college football. Yeah, I'd like to bet a hundred bucks. You want to pick a team? No, just take it. The late night anger man for Christ. This is Sports Rage. I am Marenzi. We're kicking it. Ian Cameron joining us. We're talking some college football. We'll get into the uh, Thursday night or talk some NFL football. But uh, let's talk. Uh, we'll, we'll sort of go backwards. But as long as we're talking about this Hawaii Bowl, so limited fans allowed. Tickets are like thirty-five bucks. Uh, to get in, and I, I made a quip on the way out. Well, I don't, I don't know how many people want to go to the game because I say that 
all kidding aside, listen, I've always wanted to go to a Hawaii Bowl uh, or just go to the late night degenerate special on a Saturday night in Hawaii. I always have wanted that. But um, there's like, uh, what's going on with this, this program, right? They don't like Todd Graham. They hate him. The, the players like literally hate this guy. And he makes a ton of money, so he's not going anywhere. They got to buy him out, and it's Hawaii. They don't have enough money to be buying coaches out. He was a w- weird hire in the first place. June Jones is an eccentric guy, Babano. You know June Jones, you know what I mean? Like, June Jones is an eccentric guy, kind of funny and, you know, different. Like, he fit in in Hawaii culture and stuff. You know, he fit in. You know, Ronnie Bold, you know what I mean? These guys will fit in. Todd Graham's one of these my way or the F and highway guys, right? Like that. He doesn't negotiate with people. He's that no Hawaii, you know what I mean? The Hawaii thing just came out of nowhere. He's a good coach, but the thing is with Graham, same thing at Arizona. He pissed people off at Arizona State and in the state of Arizona, Arizona State, even though he's like eight and four. Um, you know, remember he was at Tulsa and he took the pit job and he screwed Pitt. Like he used to be a hot coach, this guy. And he kind of screws everybody everywhere he goes, and he pisses people off everywhere. Like, this guy, like, burns bridges everywhere, and this will be the latest spot here. But their quarterback split to Babano, uh, Cordero. He went to uh, San Jose State. Yeah, he did. And the, the, the running back, Day-Day Hunter, uh, transferred out as well for this Hawaii team. One of their better players on defense transferred out. And none of those guys are playing in that bowl game Friday night. And then you read the reports. One of the quotes from one of the players was, uh, Graham killed our love and passion for football. I mean, it just doesn't feel like it's a team that's one bit interested or excited about a bowl game, even if it is you know right at home for them. The, the, the counter-argument to that, though, is Memphis was 0-5 ATS on the road this year with a spotty defense, and now they're laying eight and a half points, you know, and it's Christmas Eve. I mean, I'm probably not going to force anything in this game, maybe an over. If you can trust the backup quarterback for Hawaii, he did play a little bit down the stretch and Hawaii did move and the ball at least a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's a, and it, the totals come all the way down because of the fact that Siobhan Cordero is not playing for Hawaii. Their best running back isn't playing and they've reacted to that. But Seth Hennigan and the Memphis offense is pretty solid. And if we can get anything, in terms of the uh, quarterback that's going to play in this game for uh, Hawaii, Shager, uh, who played down the uh, stretch for the uh, Warriors, Brayton Shager, you know, and uh, maybe the bull practices help him out. If we can get anything from the Hawaii offense, I think maybe that game can go over the total. That is the only thing I would bet in that game is the over. I would not touch either side. I don't trust Memphis laying that many points, but I want no part of Hawaii given their situation. Ian Cameron, aka Bob Bano, uh, joining us. All right, Bano, let's get into uh, let's get into uh, the Gasparilla Bowl, the Gasparilla Bowl, and uh, this this is taking place. Uh, where's this one? Uh, Raymond James Stadium, Tampa Bay, Florida. All right, so uh, we got the Florida Gators taking on uh, UCF. And it's hard to believe, guys. It seems like it was a long time ago, but uh, Florida were ranked in the top ten. They were. Uh, they went the wire. They. 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 You know. They played that close game with Alabama. Remember last year they were good. People coming into this year they were a hyped up team. And here we are now. They fired their coach and Dan Mullen. What did they give up in the first half? I think it was forty two or whatever. I think it was forty two. Off the top of my head, remember against Samford, not Stanford, but Samford. Um, went in, and that game was in Gainesville, and the first half was the most points the Florida Gators have ever given up in the first half. It's too bad they hired Napier already. They could have brought back Urban Meyer, but maybe even he's too sleazy for Florida even. I don't know. (laughs) So you're sort of getting Florida in an influx here, Babano, right? I mean, 
Billy Napier is a good hire. I like him coming in. We talked about it earlier. Emery Jones will be the starting quarterback. He's actually transferring. It's a unique situation at the quarterback. He's agreed to play in the bowl game, even though he's leaving after. Uh, because the other quarterbacks hurt and Richardson, their best wide receiver, opted out to, to, for, the, for the NFL draft uh, as well. But, you know, they're still going to have talent. thing is, you know, Babano, I hate the, the motivation when I say teams won't care. But there are teams that will care more. And UCF are going to want this. An in-state rivalry, uh, a, a game and a team that doesn't book them, that they don't get to play. Now you get them in a bowl game. Thing is, UCF aren't a great football team. But ironically enough, as we brought up, guys, their defense actually played well down the stretch. And that, that was a difference maker for them. Their, their offense um, had a problem once Gabriel went down. So what do you what do you make of this football game, Babano? For me, you know, listen, if you don't like it, fine, but it's UCF or pass. I don't see how you can make a case for the Gators here, or can you? No, I can't. Uh, I was fading Florida a lot down the stretch. I took Florida State, you know, late late in the season against them as well, even after Dan Mullen got fired, and they failed to cover in that game. They ended the season 0-6 ATS. You mentioned the guys that are not playing. They're leading pass rushers. Zachary Carter's opted out and won't play. One of their best tacklers, Diabate's not in there. The great receiver, Jacob Copeland's not playing. Uh, Copeland. Thank goodness they at least got Emory Jones, you know, to stick around and uh, play. And uh, you got to give him credit. That is a That's not something he had to do with a guy that's transferring to another program. Well, especially considering how much Gator Nation have ripped him, too. Yeah. Right? He's been ripped exactly. a lot, this you know. kid. Like, you could say, suck it. Good luck in the bowl game. Like, yeah. that's what I would have done. Yeah, I would he, play. He's athletic. He can run. It's just the interceptions when he's thrown the football and been asked to throw the football. That's what's gotten him into trouble this year. But, yeah, you're talking about a Florida team that's, you know, playing in the Gasparilla Bowl. They've had a trying season. Uh, they had a coach's fire. The coordinators were fired early in the year. And then you counter that with UCF. Now, UCF's offense didn't play well down the stretch, and their defense got better. And Mikey Keene is the X factor in this game, Marenzi. He was kind of sketchy at quarterback down the stretch yeah. for UCF. But I've got to believe that some They're extra They're going to run time, the ball up a bad bowl practices. Yeah, Gus Mel's on to work with him during the bowl prep, get him in position to maybe improve. And he did start to get a little bit better. They're going to run the football a lot, as you mentioned, and Florida wasn't exactly good at stopping it. And you're right, it's sold out, by the way, this game. So it's going to be a great atmosphere. I mean, if you want to see an early bowl game that's got a good atmosphere – Watch this game. I mean, it's going to be sold out. It's going to be a pretty good atmosphere there in Tampa for this game, and I'm with you. I think UCF very much live, and I think they want this one badly. And Florida, I think their motivation level, just a little bit, an excitement level, I should say, is just a little bit more questionable. You know, Babano, I don't know if our boy, is Drew Martin still here? I don't have to tell him, but UCF, Babano, man, that, those fans are hardcore, bro. That's a hardcore fan base. Like, you know what it is, too? It's... Um... I think it's the largest university in America, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. Well, you see it's in Orlando, but that's not far from Tampa. Uh, so it's it's right there, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's that close, but yeah, whatever. It's in Florida, you know what I mean? But like but yeah, like they have I think it's the biggest school in America. I think they have the most students in America, UCF. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, what's up? Uh what's up, Drew? Is that true, Drew? You know that you've have you ever been to a game, Drew? And uh, he's in our chat, Drew Martin. Yeah, I'm sure you've been to games at UCF. Those guys are rocking. They're rocking like Metallica and like heavy metal and stuff. And like you know, everyone's in black T-shirts. They're everyone's wasted as hell, man. That like that that fan base. They're hard effing core, man. Like they party hard. They're loud as hell. 
They show up, and like I said, guys, there's a lot of them, man. There's I I know that there's more UCF alum than any other school in Florida. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the Gators are big and FSU. FSU are kind of SEC land. Like, they're kind of the redneck team in the, in, in the woods type thing, and you got the Miami Hurricanes in the city. But I'm just saying, like, UCF, it's big. Like, if you people, like you said, so you just said about it, I didn't know it was sold out. That's UCF fan that sold that place. So you think Gator fan are excited about this? No. They hate their team right now. The UCF fan are going to take that stadium over, Babano. It's going to be a wild house. I tend to agree with you. I'm sure when I, as soon as I saw sold out, I'm like, this has got to be a lot of UCF night stands that are going to be flocking to the, the, the gas. Two hours, Babano. Two hours, yeah. Drew tells us. Two hour drive. Yeah. It's pretty close. You're right. Two hours. I, I agree. It's UCF plus the points for me. I, I bet against Florida a lot. Why stop now when I'm not even sure that they're going to be even close to as enthused for this game as their opponent? Yeah, well, Florida's going to care because, you know, what? one thing is, you know, these kids all know each other, right? That's, yeah. The, yeah, that's the thing about these type of games, right? Like, they're the wide receivers, the deep, like, they're, they're, you know, high school teammates, high school opponents. They're all from the state of Florida. Like, they're going to know each other. So there's going to be that element to it. Listen, I'm not kidding myself. Florida are better than they are, and Malzahn has not been great in bowl games. All right, it's another angle here, but you know, I, I I'm a big. I don't like betting on interim. Um, I don't like betting on interim um, coaches either, like teams that are in between no, and stuff. Not. Like we yeah. you know what I mean. Like whenever it's that, yeah, we got this guy here that's coaching a team, but there's another guy taking over and. It's just it's a weird it's a weird dynamic in practice. And yeah, everything. the running back coach, special yeah, teams coordinator and running back coach Greg yeah. Knox is going to coach. He's thinking he's about the next it. job. You know that's what he's thinking about. No, I think he's staying. Actually, I think he's got a job on a staff. But you know what it is, Roberto? He's never called. Uh, he's never called plays before. He's never said, "Oh, are we taking a time out here, coach." You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Yeah. And Gus Malzahn's been around, man. Right. So yeah, we'll take the points here. Okay, we'll we'll take the points. I got to say, Babano, and I've watched every bowl game so far. I eat it all up. I love it. But even me, I'm going to admit, probably the worst bowl game that you can say is pretty like, if you watch this, you're hardcore, is Georgia State and Ball State. <laughs> Saturday afternoon. <laughs> Georgia State. I'm looking at Mike Keene's numbers, Marenzi. 63% passes, 16 touchdowns, 6 INTs. Not bad, even though they didn't put up a ton of points. <laughs> Babano's ready to go. Man, how about the line movement? Western Michigan now, minus six and a half. That's the MAC team that's going to win, I think. I think Western Michigan's going to beat Nevada. I'll tell you what. Sorry, Drew Martin, but I think Drew agrees. Houston Cougars going to roll Auburn. Cougars, more of a battle on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. Well, I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. 
Late Night Anger Management Class. Shout out to uh, John in Chicago. John Roy. And it's true. He's talking about, like, Illinois won't book DePaul, Babano. Ian Cameron with us. And that's the thing, you know, like with these state rivalry games, Babano, like the, the bigger team has nothing to gain by playing Central Florida. You know what I mean? Like, Central Florida would love it. Hey, you want to play us in a non-conference in week one? And Florida's like, why? You know, what do we have to gain from this? Like, if we win, no one cares. If we lose, it hurts us recruiting and it elevates this team. And it hurts us in state that are a rival recruiting-wise, right? Because UCF's a big-time program. And if they get good, they can, they can start to dial this thing up uh, a little bit. All right, so um, Ian Cameron... Uh, kicking it uh, with us. Right, I see our chats going crazy tonight, Babano. It's, it's the holidays, so people are people are rocking. Yeah, it feels like there's a lot of people in chat tonight. Well, yeah, there always the there is there is, but it's just more crazier tonight. Like it's just more like people are all over. Like you, know, you can tell there's a buzz going on or something. People are like different. T- you know what? We got no problem to chat away, guys. I got no issues in the chat tonight. Uh, you guys have been civil uh, with each other. Uh, Mick's asking me, why did I bait the anti-vaxxers the other day? You can't win. Um, I didn't bait anybody. I just started tweeted about uh, about stuff. And you're right. You can't win. You talk about that. So I don't want to talk about that stuff. Um, all right, but Ben, let's switch gears to the NFL because we can talk college all night. But, but just for the record, I do like Houston against Auburn. Do you like that game? I think the Cougars are going to beat them. I agree. I've... Man, the thing that scares me is Dana Olgerson's like lost seven straight bowl games or something like that against the Spurs. Like he's just been terrible. Uh, yeah, but he hasn't games. had good teams but, like this. This is a better team. It's yeah. A better team. But there's a lot of issues with Auburn. I mean, Auburn's you know seen so much turnover. Bo All Nick's right, but Pano, listen, I love you. Been a great hit tonight, but don't give me a soliloquy here. Do you like it or not? <laughs> we'll get to the NFL. Oh, I would only take Houston, even with Holgerson's bad bull track record. Now, Auburn's got the guys opting out left and right. I can't back them. What's the deal with Harson? There was a big thing about him having to be. Oh, is it January 8th? They moved the date. I think it's January 8th. He's got to get vaccinated by. Uh, or the way he loses his job. So I don't know what's going to happen there. Maybe he got vaccinated. He's just not telling anybody. Uh, all right, NFL football. Let's switch gears here. Thursday. All right, we got an interesting game. San Francisco, 49ers. FanDuel's got it at three. The three and a halfs are gone. FanDuel, uh, and pretty much I think everywhere's three right now, right? So San Francisco minus three. Total, 44 and a half. And it's been a roller coaster season, uh, Babano, for the San Francisco 49ers. But uh, here they are right now. And I'll tell you what, guys, 28 to 1, still good value for the Super Bowl. And we've said it a million times. Are they going to win the Super Bowl? Probably not. No. But you get into the playoffs with those type of odds, and then you win a game or two, and then you're sitting in a nice position. Everybody laughed at me when I took Michigan at 50 to 1. Uh, but, Bano, I got Michigan at 50 to 1, and I got Alabama at plus 280. I've got them both. So if they play in the final, as a Michigan fan, I can just kick back. I don't even have to hedge anything because I would never hedge, so I've almost hedged. It forced me to hedge. <laughs> it forced me uh, to hedge. But Tennessee Titans are getting healthier here. They get their wide receivers back. Tennessee, I said it earlier, Babano, I thought this team peaked too early. Like when they rattled off all those wins, right, when they beat the, the Chiefs, they beat the Colts, they beat the Bills, they beat the Rams. They were just terror. They beat the Saints. They were terrorizing everybody. But then they lose to the Texans. Then they lose to the Patriots. All right, they beat the Jags 20 to nothing. And then, boom, they were up last week in Pittsburgh, and they blow the lead. It's a big game, man, for the Tennessee Titans. It's a bigger game for the Titans than it is the Niners. The Niners are in the damn playoffs. There's no turning back now, right? The Niners are in the playoffs. 
Tennessee are in the playoffs, but they got to stop the bleeding, man. They've lost three of their last uh, four games here, Babano. Who do you like in this game, San Francisco or Tennessee? Uh, it's it's tough to go against the momentum of San Francisco, but I just get that sense that this feels like I should be betting Tennessee, and I probably will bet Tennessee because I was on Pittsburgh in the very same situation last week where it was a buy-low spot on Pittsburgh. They're kind of playing at home for their yeah. lives, uh, and they responded. And I, I think that's kind of the spot here for the Titans. And look, the ten- Titans are in their preferred role again, underdogs. You know, for the most part, they've been pretty good. Uh, a lot of it was early in the year. I know the one time there were dogs recently was the New England game, uh, and they got trounced in that game, but Patriots were rolling going into that. I think it's a tough ask for San Fran, just because they're going from the Atlanta game, and now you're going on a short week late in the season. You know, those Thursday night travel spots are worse than they are early in the season. Uh, I think Tennessee will respond with a better effort here. I might look over the total as well, because you look at San Francisco, the game against Atlanta should have went over the total. Atlanta had a ball in the one-yard line five times and didn't score a point. That game should have went over the total. Oh, don't tell me about Atlanta. that. Yeah, I'm aware. Wasn't that brutal? I, I had the Falcons I, I plus the points. I was going to be sick. Yeah. Sick <laughs> should have right. covered. I mean, what well, exactly? You the over too. I know Ranieri. Yeah. I was on with Ranieri, and Ranieri had the over, and I had the Falcons plus the points. And I never. I'm not one of these guys, but Bano that says, "Oh, it was a good play. It was a good pick, even though you lost." But come on, bro. Like you said, they were inside of the freaking, not just in the red zone. They were inside the goddamn five-yard line like 10 times, man, when they couldn't score. They, I counted it up during the game. I think they ran 22 plays from inside to seven, and they got three points. I was ready to yeah. smash like, my computer during the game. And I don't know if you saw, they ran the same damn play over and over. They kept on having Matt Ryan throw it. I was, like, crying, run the ball. For the love of God, just <laughs> run the ball. Man, that was frustrating. You're right. I hear what you're saying. Uh, I know. It's one of those, like you said, I agree. I was on Pittsburgh last week in which it's those desperation. It doesn't mean these teams are going to win the Super Bowl, but it's that we're putting our foot it's down. A it's a massive driven league right now. Yes, it's a yes. spot-driven league right now from a betting perspective, and I just it's a feel it's a Tennessee league. spot here. Yeah. It's a week-to-week league, and this week, exactly. Yep. San Francisco will be cruising along, whether they want to admit it or not. They're not under pressure now. They're in the playoffs. Right, it's it is what it is. Now it's like who, whoever they play, that'll fall into place. Similar situation, Abanda with Arizona, buddy. Right about not hitting the panic button, not and How, Howard Balzer. We're gonna talk Cardinal football later some more. But you've been pro Cardinals this year, two game losing streak right now. Sky's not falling, Babano, but the injuries are racking up here with them. That's a problem. Same with the Bills. We'll get to the Bills game. The Bills are in a similar situation. But Arizona's got to stop the bleeding. The Rams are coming on. The Packers are running. You know, the Packers are in first place right now. Have that top seed. People are questioning Carson Palmer, you know, questioning Kyler Murray. And uh, people, you know, basically, guys, Arizona, they start out hot every year. And this is a common thing. Like, they hit the wall of, like, year three. Uh, now they're sort of, now they're calling out Kingsbury a bit about Kingsbury hitting the wall. Big game, and now they get Arizona. Uh, Arizona gets Indianapolis on Saturday. Big game, Babano. What do you? What's your take on the cards? Yeah, before the Colts game, one last thing about the Tennessee. The three of their last four have gone under, but I like the over tomorrow night. The three unders Gabe were against Houston. Bad offense. Jacksonville yeah. terrible yeah, offensively. Out, yeah. Pittsburgh, you know, and Pittsburgh, which is you know plotting offense. That's what they are. They want to keep games low scoring. So I think the total now has been devalued because remember Tennessee was on this crazy overrun. They lose Derrick Henry. Now they've trended under. I think now the value to go over tomorrow night against San Francisco 44. I think you'll see and again healthier at receiver. The Titans will be so I think that game can go over as far as the Colts and the Cardinals go. 
Look, I've been a believer of the Cardinals all season long, and I know the media narrative is it's time to maybe worry about this team and wonder if they're falling apart and they're crumbling. And then this week, Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury are answering questions about whether they're going to have a collapse like they did in the second half last year. Murray's adamant saying, we're not going to allow that to happen. Um, that was all I needed to hear. I'm, I'm going to look at Arizona here. I mean, everybody is in love with the Colts. They can't get enough of Indy right now. Uh, this line was three, three and a half. It's one now. Uh, you know, you just got to get the Arizona Cardinals in a pick 'em situation at home off an embarrassing loss to Detroit. You talk about it, spot-driven league. I think it was a Tennessee spot tomorrow night. It was a Pittsburgh spot. Last week against Tennessee, I think it's an Arizona spot Saturday night. Not that I'm not impressed with the Colts. They've been on a good run. Jonathan Taylor's been amazing. Wentz has avoided critical mistakes. All he's got to do is protect the football, let the defense, let Taylor do the rest. But it's an Arizona spot for me. I, I, I want the Cardinals, I think, in this situation. So over the last three seasons, and uh, Trey Wingo tweeted this out earlier, over the last three seasons, the Arizona Cardinals are 15-5-1 through the first seven weeks of the season. They're 8-17 and 17 after week seven. Now on a two-game uh, two streak. So like I said, Howard Balzer will join us later. One of the problems the Cardinals are having now is the injuries is one thing, but it's actually the ground, uh, the rush defense. They're giving up a lot of chunk plays on the ground. And teams are able to run on him, which could be a problem against Jonathan Taylor. But I'd be lying if I said that didn't worry me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. look well, back. Just Hopefully play the Taylor. Up. Play the Taylor props too. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take Arizona to win and load up on Jonathan Taylor props, and hopefully we sweep the board, Babano. But that is an issue. Yeah. But it is one of those statement games. In the same way, it's a statement game for Buffalo, Babano. Right, it's a state, and it's a big game for Buffalo. Listen, first place on the line, so we don't need to talk about how big this is. The Patriots, Patriots, Bills, first place on the line, AFC East, and you can argue the two seed in the end potentially, or even the one seed even with the Chiefs stumble, and the Bills beat the Chiefs. Don't forget, right? So this is a massive game where it's really crazy, but man, if the Bills win, everything's fine again. They're in first place, and hey, maybe we could be the one seed after all because they get the Falcons and the Jets to close the season out. But if they lose, it's a gut punch, bro. They lost to the Pats twice in a span of three weeks, you know, and you were supposed to be this big Super Bowl contender. You're not even going to win a division. You're in a dogfight to make the playoffs if you lose this game. You'll make them probably, but you know what I mean? It's a statement game, Babano, for the Buffalo Bills. Bigger, bigger for them than it is even for Arizona, in my opinion. Massive game, and now Cole Beasley. It finally caught up to us where Cole Beasley's going to miss a game, but I'm not even going to throw him under the bus and stuff because even people are vaccinated or missing games. So Beasley's out. I'm concerned about Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, you look at their offensive line, Dawkins, Feliciano. The injuries are racking up for the Bills, but everybody's got injuries at this time of the year. And they still have Dawson Knox. They still have Stephon Diggs. Gabriel Davis has really stepped up a battle, right? They still have Josh Allen, and they should have a chip on their shoulder and be pissed after they lost at home like they did a few weeks ago to these guys. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a Buffalo spot. Uh, there's no doubt. Uh, I expect them to play a lot better than they did a couple weeks ago. And uh, you could argue they didn't play great at times last week against Carolina, but they had got, they did what they had to do. Uh, they got the job done in that game. Um, I really like Buffalo in a teaser here with with Tennessee. I mentioned the Tennessee game. I like Tennessee with the plus three tomorrow night, but I've got them in a few teasers, and one of them already is Tennessee plus nine, Buffalo plus eight and a half. Because I don't really see the Patriots winning by more than a touchdown. I would lean Buffalo plus two and a half, but you're right. The injuries on the O-line uh, concern me. Uh, Cole Beasley being out, although they've got enough receivers. And by the way, prop for this game, you just take Gabe Davis to score a touchdown. 
Uh, he's been doing it every game lately. You're still getting some pretty good prices, pretty good value with his touchdown score prop. You better believe I'm going to be betting that. Uh, Gabriel Davis has clearly uh, gotten better and better, and he's got some great, great chemistry and rhythm right now with Josh Allen in the passing game. Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babano, throwing it down uh, with us. Good point. Uh, speaking of uh, UCF, right? Gabriel Davis, Central Florida. That's all. Uh, it's, it's, uh, the, the UCF synergy. night. Yeah, yeah, the synergy's all coming together here. Uh, fun game. So it's Christmas, actually, Saturday. I'm thrown off. What's your deal? You have uh, So you said on Sunday. Babano normally joins us on Sunday nights. What's your, you doing a Christmas dinner on Sunday, Babano? Because, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Christmas is Saturday. So what's up on Sunday? You have a family dinner on Sunday, the day after Christmas? Yeah, one of those open house deals they do on Boxing Day. Uh, they do it. You, uh, my aunt does it the day after Christmas. So uh, do an open house thing. But, uh, no, I'll, I should be around for late at night. If you're on the air Sunday night, I'll be here. All right, you're going to be drunk. You have a couple of drinks there at your aunt's house. I might, but uh, we'll make sure we uh, mind. Uh, uh, we're in good behavior for the show. Nah, it's okay. You don't have to be. It's all right. The <laughs> not a host. Okay, the guests can be wasted. You have nothing. You know what I mean? You're not responsible. <laughs> all right, we'll wrap up with the band on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Late Night Anger Management Class. Yeah, I'll get into the Cole Beasley stuff after. Listen, I was critical of Cole Beasley earlier. I still think he's an idiot. I never said I don't think he's an idiot. But at the same point in time, everybody has COVID. Like, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're vaxxed or not. Everybody's getting Omicron anyway. So even if he was vaxxed, he'd get it anyways. And as you've seen in the NFL, the NBA, you've seen guys come back like in two days and stuff. Football, it hasn't happened. Right? We talked about it with Dr. Chow. Right? I don't know what it is. Like, um, even though they changed the rule and stuff, I mean, how many guys have tested? Like, look at Baker Mayfield, right? So whatever, Beasley's going to miss the damn game. He's going to miss the game. It is what it is. So no, I'm not. I'm, I don't, I'm a big tirade and rant about Cole Beasley. Actually, uh, surprisingly enough, because I'm logical. All right, Ian Cameron with us for a couple more moments. Actually, not a lot. Uh, not a lot longer here. All right, but battle. So uh, we're going to speak after Christmas. Not like it's the end of the year, or anything like that. But uh, the floor is yours, but battle. What do you want to tell people on the way out or share with people? What's your uh, what, what's a bet or uh, words of wisdom you have for people? Uh, well, NFL just uh, since we we're short on time. Um, Detroit plus points against Atlanta. I don't know how you can lay six with Atlanta uh, on Sunday after what I saw. That was a season killing loss to the Forty ers Screwed up in the red zone time and time again. Uh, being asked to lay points against a Detroit team that maybe played their best game. Not not maybe they did play their best game of the year against Arizona. Uh, maybe they crash after a big win like that, but I'll take my chances they don't, and I'll take my chances that Atlanta screws up again. So I like Detroit plus the points there. I kind of like Baltimore against Cincy. 
I was impressed with Huntley. It's a revenge spot for the Ravens. They got embarrassed by the Bengals earlier this year. And Cincinnati's one of those teams where they win one and they don't always follow it up. So I might be looking at Baltimore, even if it is Huntley again. You know, interesting. I like where you're going with that, Babano. This division's on the line right now. I got a piece of almost everybody right now. A lot of the futures are coming into uh, coming into uh, coming into Casha right now. But interesting division there. I got money on Baltimore to win that division. Huntley did look good. Cincinnati. This is a big game for Cincinnati as well. If they can take that next step. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Thank you, Ian Cameron. Merry Christmas. You too, Gabe. Merry Christmas to everybody out there as well. Remember, you can listen to Sports Grid on the radio, TV, satellite, or the internet. To make it any easier, we'd have to move in with you. And nobody.